had this revelation the other day while I was cooking breakfast for my boys about how we as moms, as women, think about and talk about food. This is going to be a short one, but it might just be the thing you needed to hear to start changing your mindset around food and ultimately start changing your postpartum journey. So keeping it short, I'm keeping it sweet. So let's get to it. Hey mama, welcome to the tough love mom podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight. And you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. I want to remind you that yes, it's me behind the mic, but you are the vehicle that gets the word out about this podcast. So the best way to do that is to share this podcast with your mom friends and then to leave a review. It's the best way to thank me for this free weekly content, but it's also the best way to just get the word out via Apple Podcasts to more moms. So it's a joy to do this. I love getting to serve you every single week. So scroll down, leave a review. I linked, I linked below how to do it so you can just go through step by step. So let's dive into this. If you weren't aware your brain and the thoughts floating around in there, they cause you to feel a certain way. Sorry, I'm nerding out on you right now, but I love this stuff. So the thoughts in your mind, the things that you think, whether they're conscious or, you know, sub subconscious, is it subconscious or unconscious? I always struggle with that. Someone DM me and let me know. (laughs) But the thoughts floating around in there will cause you to feel a certain way. And those feelings can cause you to take certain actions both beneficial ones and some not so beneficial actions. So for example, I'm going to give you a very relatable mom example here. It's the end of the day. The kids are finally down in bed and sleeping. They fought bedtime real hard. So you're heading into the kitchen because you haven't eaten a proper meal since like noon. And a thought that might be going through your head is, wow, I'm starving. And these kids drained me today. That kind of thought is going to produce a feeling of weariness, a feeling of exhaustion, of being overtaxed and overtired. And you might not recognize that, that you're feeling that way, but that thought is reinforcing the belief that any mental energy that you might have left is gone. Even if you do have a bit of reserve, a bit of that decision energy, a bit of that mental energy left, the things you're thinking are leading you to believe that it is gone. So a very likely action that's going to result from thinking and feeling that way, especially if this has become a habit after that bedtime routine, is emotionally eating or just that endless snacking until you go to sleep. Anyone relate? (laughs) I know I've been there. So 
That's just an example, but that's a really common pattern and how our brains work. Our thoughts are going to lead to feeling a certain way, which will lead to an action. So I'm tying how you think to what you end up doing. And this can come to fruition in so many different ways. So I had this revelation the other day while I was making my boys breakfast and knowing that whole brain stuff was in the back of my head. I wasn't thinking about it in the moment, but my toddler had a sniffly nose, a little bit of a runny nose. And I was explaining to him how the blueberries on his plate were going to help his body and his nose feel better because they're jam packed with vitamin C and a bunch of other awesome things for our body. And I didn't explain that part to him. I just told him, Hey, those blueberries are going to make you feel better. And as I said that, I realized that I often talk about other foods in the same way with him. When I talk about eggs or beef or meat that we're having for dinner or lunch, how it's going to make him stronger. When he has yogurt, I talk about how it's going to make his tummy and his butt feel good. (laughs) So just examples like that. When he's got food in front of him, I talk about the different benefits for his body. And I started to see this pattern as I was literally telling him about the blueberries That when I talk to my boys about different foods, I'm tying that food to how it's going to make them feel, how it affects their body and their health. Instead of labeling these foods as good or bad or healthy or junk food or unhealthy, I'm just telling them how it's going to affect them, how it's going to make them feel. And you know how they say that we learn best by teaching someone else the way we talk about or teach our kids about food is only going to reinforce our own beliefs and our own understanding and ultimately the thoughts we think about food. How cool is that? So doing that was reinforcing for myself that I see food as fuel, that I see food as the source and foundation of health instead of this good versus bad battle that we constantly have in our minds. And so many things out there can lead us to automatically label things as good or bad or healthy or unhealthy or within your diet or cheating on your diet. I hate those kinds of terms because ultimately food is fuel. It is the foundation of our health. It is healing. It is something that can fuel us. And like I talk about to my boys, make us stronger, make us get healthy when we're sick. If we can start talking to our kids like that, or if you already are talking to your kids like that, start talking to yourself like that. Okay. So what do you need to do next? What do I want you to do straight after this episode, the next meal you eat, the next snack meal, whatever it is, when you pick that food up, especially if you're like eating out or eating out of the norm, because I know it's a holiday season. So we might be in circumstances and situations where we're not in control of what's in front of us. If you're choosing to eat something, I want you to think for a second, how's this going to make me feel? Just stop and ask yourself that when you start to pick up food or start to choose what you're going to eat, or it's the end of the day and the kids are down and you're just drained and tired and you want to go binge out on all the carbs and all the sweets, ask yourself how it's going to make you feel. Okay. And bonus, if you think about it, I want you to start recognizing the thoughts that are going through your head in those moments of weakness or during those times of day when you tend to struggle more with nutrition and really just recognize how are those making you feel and how do you think what you're thinking in that moment is causing the action that you've taken in the past and then take control of that. You are not necessarily in control of that first thought that you think, but you are in control of what you think next. So 
take captive that thought, start thinking new things, choose the next thought intentionally, and just recognize what those past thoughts are, what those things are that have led to just actions that you've taken in the past that maybe weren't as beneficial and start asking yourself, how is this food going to make me feel? And if you're cool with it, making you feel a little groggy or bloated or whatever, because you want to enjoy it, enjoy it. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just encouraging you to be more aware of why you're doing what you do. It's so important. And it's simple as that. And I say simple, I don't say easy. Okay. But you're a tough love mom. So I know you're capable of living that out. Let's be the example to our kids and equip them with a healthy mindset around food. And while we're doing it, re-equip ourselves with the ability to do the same. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.